0: Ladies and gentlemen, and kids of all ages, I'd like to welcome you to the Knife Journal Podcast. My name is James Noka, and I'm here with my friend, Dr. Kyle Versteg, premier, yeah. <laughs> heavily wanted, desirable <laughs> surgeon. Yeah. Probably the most desirable surgeon in the
1: Midwest. Oh, geez. He's a hot commodity. <laughs> uh, i guess i guess you could put it that way uh, i don't know if it'd be true but i do a good job yes i know you do yeah you've cut on my arm before yeah
0: <laughs> so what's new in the world of worlds come on, on
1: well um mm. we could start with a knives in the news <laughs> knife in the news somebody got stabbed Man accused of knife attack at Boardman Business, and this is from Boardman, Ohio. A man from South Korea is facing charges after police say he attacked another man with a knife at a Boardman restaurant. Officers were called to the brew house at this certain place. Uh, When they arrived, they saw the guy who got stabbed uh, sitting on a bench and the guy who did it walking away. Uh, neither one of them speaks English, so they had to get an interpreter to do it. Um, uh, that there's not much else to the story, but two people <laughs> got in a fight, and um, the one dude from South Korea is now having uh, felony charges.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Yeah, you know, there's there's. It seems like uh, it
0: seems to me like we've had a lot more. Episodes with knives lately, for hmm. some unknown reason. I, there's actually a lot of. Uh, there's been a lot of robberies that have been done at knife point in the in recent uh, in the recent news. Huh. And. Uh,
1: Maybe it's harder to get guns.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not sure, but there's quite a few. Uh, there's quite a few different. You know, knife wielding man kills four Israelis. <laughs> yeah. Um, robber shows knife, escapes with proceeds from. Oh, uh, that's from uh, down from Downers Grove. I mean, down. I mean, forgot. That's these are Illinois. Like, yeah. Like yeah, little towns that are not that are making the news for this. Um, hell, our local gun shop was just broke into. They never they didn't get away with anything. They broke the window, you know, and they have that safety safety glass on there, uh-huh. and uh, so they. I mean, probably it was a comedy of, uh, ignorance, but, uh, they, a couple guys apparently broke the window. Uh, they apparently didn't, weren't very efficient. They were trying to use one of those little, uh, window breakers. Oh yeah. And finally got, uh, got a hole big enough to, for one of the guys to stick his butt in the, in the door, but he, because of the bars, he couldn't get through Hmm. and, uh, and by that time, it was long enough that uh, that the um, police sirens and everything else started showing up, and the alarm going off, and kind of scared them off. Yeah. But uh, you know, hey, things are going up in price. People can't afford to. People can't afford to put gas in their cars. <laughs> yeah. and Buy meat, so I guess they're resorting to stealing stuff. Yeah, the, so the, the beginnings of anarchy, maybe I don't know.
1: Well, I have a, a a tip for people who are finding that meat is very expensive. So you have to buy in bulk uh, and look for specials and adjust your diet accordingly. Yeah. Um, yeah this you, is you what you voted eat, uh, for, and this is what you get. You,
0: you, what was it we were told? We have to eat uh, bugs, <laughs> lentils,
1: lentils. Well, I like lentils.
0: Yeah, we have to replace our beef with lentils.
1: Yeah, that's not happening.
0: Um Yeah, so you know, another one. Fish kill, police shoot man with knife during domestic abuse uh, domestic you know, let me just there's a ton. Four people killed and injured in a knife attack.
1: <laughs> yeah. In
0: in Scotland.
1: Yeah, they saw that one.
0: Uh, New Jersey shopright worker stabbed by co worker with the biggest knife. Oh, this is interesting. The biggest knife in the world in the deli.
1: Huh.
0: New Jersey shoprite employee allegedly stabbed her. Her woman. Her. Oh wait a minute. We don't have the definition of a woman.
1: Oh yeah, the our our newest. Well, she will be. A, <laughs> a, she will be um, confirmed. Our newest yeah, Supreme Court. A hundred percent. They only need fifty-one votes to do it. Yeah. Uh, and they have 51 votes. I
0: don't know. You know what? There's a lot of Democrats are starting to walk away from the Democrat Party. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're all in lockstep right now, but that's for another. That's a So what,
1: what Jim that, is talking about is the Supreme Court nominee uh, was asked a question, can you define what a woman is? And she said, no, I'm not a biologist. So then how are you going <laughs> to interpret all of these laws that have that are sp- 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 uh, sp- gender specific. You know, like if you do this to a woman, X will happen to you. Well, if you don't know what a woman is, how can you interpret or apply the law? You can't. <laughs> um, so, in, anyway, again, I, it, again, it's just it's a comedy of, of the stupid. Consequences. <laughs> it, it's a comedy of the stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yep. And like the fact that she's even allowed to continue after that baffles me it's like okay well laws have words like man and woman in them and if you can't define the simplest terms in the freaking law how are you going to interpret it or apply it you know you're not qualified i'm sorry you're not qualified
0: yeah my guess mike if i had to guess i would and, and this would take a level of common sense that probably doesn't exist in Washington, but I would think that with everything that's going on, any Democrat sitting in the House of Representatives or in the Senate should be really looking over their shoulder to see if the Democrat Party has their back because it it doesn't appear that they do. Yeah. Because if you... You know, a lot of times I say things like... Uh, you know, when it doesn't make any sense, you have to look the other look somewhere else for the answers.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And this is this is one of those times when you start saying, "Okay, uh, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but even I know that if you piss off three quarters of the population, you're not going to get elected. You're not going to yeah. get reelected. And it sh- just seems that's what they continue to want to do." They just want to make it so that they don't get reelected. They're doing everything in their power to make that happen. Now, why would they be doing that? Does it make sense? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, because the thing is, is like the elections are specific to their locality, and they know they'll keep getting elected. Do, 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 they? do you think? Do you think that Andrea, whatever the the lady that looks like a donkey. Uh, Do you think she's going to be ever voted out of office? Do you think anyone will ever successfully primary her or that a Republican will beat her ever, no matter Uh, what she does?
0: It's hard saying.
1: It's hard saying. It's not going to happen. If
0: you you listen to what she says, I can't believe that anybody in their right mind actually thinks that she's – I mean, she doesn't even know what she's talking about three-quarters of the time. I mean, when somebody comes out and says – um, I don't know why we're concerned about fertilizer. We just go to the grocery store to get our food. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> when somebody says something like that, you, you you have to think, okay, this person is not is not wrapped real tight. No, it's not wrapped real tight at all.
1: Okay, I have, uh, I have I uh, have something. Uh, you know how I on our last podcast I got really. Uh, crazy about how awesome waffle house was Right. well apparently i'm not alone because there was just an article uh published in michigan about how michigan wants a waffle house
0: i know the perfect place for one where right at the gaylord exit on i-75 yeah that that would clean up yep that would definitely i've always said that i've always thought that Michigan could easily extend a Waffle House in on I seventy five somewhere. I mean, it doesn't have to be in Gaylord. Gaylord would be good for us, but yeah, um, but probably somewhere oh, uh, anywhere around, along
1: I ninety four. Right. You know.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking north and south. A lot of people from oh, the yeah. south drive up seventy five. Yeah. Would recognize that because cause you go down seventy five all the way to Florida, there's Waffle Houses. When yeah. you leave, when you leave Michigan, you start seeing Waffle Houses.
1: Yeah. yeah Ohio. Toledo, <laughs> yep. Ohio is the closest one.
0: Yep. And uh and so I it seems like it would be a logical extension to come north, but um well, yeah, we'll I don't see. know. It's it is it is fascinating. It's a fascinating uh uh franchise that seems to have the right it seems to tick off the right button, buttons.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I have uh oh, and I, I,
0: I, I don't know if we're going to be able to afford the new meals out of there when they start raising the price <laughs> they'll just $28 they'll, they'll just make the eggs. plates
1: they'll make the plates smaller yeah you'll be eating quail <laughs> so you, eggs you think you're eating <laughs> you think you're eating like more food because the plate looks full but the plate's just smaller <laughs> that's this trick that this uh hamburger place by frankenmuth does yeah um it's uh it's an Dude, old we do that here
0: we do that here so that
1: we don't eat as much. (laughs) Yeah, well, so there's an old-fashioned hamburger joint um, just south of Frankenmuth uh, that's like a 1950s-style diner, like perfectly recreated, and it was in a movie. And uh, I got a hamburger and fries, and it looked like a lot of food, but it was the perfect amount because it was on a smaller plate. You know, and the burger wasn't (laughs) huge, and they gave you some fries, but that was enough food, you know, I think everybody needs to make plates smaller. <laughs> right. And then I won't right. be so fat. Anyway, so I, I have a Waffle House in the news. Um, this is going to be uh, fun. Suspect arrested in Auburn Waffle House shooting. Hmm. Auburn, Alabama. Uh, let's see. 29-year-old Mr. Cobb of Auburn is arrested on a felony warrant. Uh and he discharged a firearm into an occupied building, and they show a picture of the Waffle House, and, like, six of the windows are busted out and ply, um, uh, ply wooded up. And they hurt the guy. He, whoever he was shooting at got hurt, but not seriously. Um, so probably just hit by broken glass.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well, that's that's... I can't imagine anybody being unhappy in a Waffle House.
1: And from yesterday's uh, New York Post, um, this isn't Waffle House. It's Florida Man. F- Florida Man arrested for drugs after getting trapped in porta potty.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: his. Cra- How do you get
0: trapped in a porta potty? Well, drove-
1: let's see here. <laughs> he goes. Uh, his crappy night only got worse. A Florida man was left screaming after getting trapped in a porta potty and then promptly busted for drug possession by the cops who bailed him out. Uh, Bystanders heard him screaming, and he was stuck in a porta potty. Uh, An arriving deputy heard his yells and spotted a foot uh, protruding from the door, so he was trying to kick his way out. They got him out of there, uh, and uh, let's see. They found a powdery substance that later tested positive for fentanyl. Wow. Yep. So there you go. There's three news stories. That's what's I, going on. That's I the know, only news I care about. <laughs> I know. I know you could. Um,
0: you could lock somebody in a porta potty with a ratchet strap.
1: Oh yeah, they'd never I, get out.
0: And I don't think they'd ever get out. I, no, I don't think because if even if you got a pocket knife, um, I don't think that you can cut through that.
1: that It'd be hard stuff.
0: It's pretty thick. Yeah, uh, you'd have to have like a saw or something. Big, a chainsaw.
1: big fixed blade. <laughs> One yeah. of those big, uh, like a uh, Becker two BK two.
0: That should be that should be a challenge. That should be a challenge to somebody do a video of locking yeah. them in a porta potty and try to get out with a BK two. Yeah, you think your survival skills are honed that well?
1: Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> well, if you gave me my uh, if you gave me my multi tool, I could probably get out. I'd just unscrew the ceiling and get out that way.
0: Well, the screws are in from the outside, aren't they?
1: maybe you I might know, I have, have to, a point
0: i'd have to look i don't know
1: or they're probably it's probably riveted to be honest yeah easier well, assembly well yeah
0: there there is a lot of rivets in them i know that um
1: <laughs> i i bet i could get out with a bk2
0: well there you go yeah let's let's do the challenge
1: <laughs> <laughs> right we have to find uh one of one of your sisters porta potties that's no longer functional and we can right. videotape it <laughs> yep. See how long it takes.
0: So, so uh, our friends at Boker brought us a new knife. Oh, that did they? Actually, pretty cool. I haven't seen it up close yet, but it's a um, uh, a Japanese folder. Looks Ooh, it looks pretty cool. It I'm looks gonna like look a, this up. A, a liner lock and um,
1: uh, it just looks good. Is this the um, modern can, Boker? Brings modern conveniences to famous Japanese folder. That does look good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That looks really good. Um.
0: I don't know. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's a. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't look, look like it's locking.
0: No, it doesn't look like it's a locking knife. It looks like it's a slip a slip joint. But yeah. It's like a nice a nice little pocket knife.
1: Hell yeah! I that thing looks great. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: They did a good job with that.
0: And uh, let's see what else going on. Um, <laughs> well, uh, in the in the uh, in the Noka news, I just got my Jeep back from the transmission shop.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was out.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. One of the, I guess one of the weak points of. A Jeep Rubicon is when you get about 190,000 miles on it, um, there's a seal that comes out of the front of the transmission that I don't even know if it's a serviceable item. Um, but the seal comes out of this one pump, takes out third gear, and then the whole transmission goes to hell, like huh. in like in a matter of moments. And that happened to me. And uh, and with the current uh, uh, trucking supply chain, whatever you want to call the, the reason for it, uh, you can't get parts for hmm. anything. Very hmm. difficult to get any kind of parts. I don't know if it's because they're coming from China or, or what the scoop is. So I ended up having to get a complete remanufactured transmission hmm. and put it in. And let me tell you, not cheap.
1: Hmm.
0: not cheap at all, Yeah, but, but um, I gave my, my vehicle a good once-over, uh, put new shocks on it in the spring, and uh, I guess it's probably new tie rod ends. I'm guessing probably have to do tie rod ends and shocks, and I'll probably drive it for another fifty thousand miles. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you, you should you should be able to get at least 250 out of that. Oh, oh, with I, good maintenance, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I got, I've literally, I have 185000 on it now, yeah. And uh, as bad as the, the cost of the transmission was, that's really the only thing besides brakes, tires, and uh, brakes, tires, and oil changes, mm-hmm. air filters, that kind of stuff, just general maintenance. I've not had any major malfunctions on that thing.
1: Hmm.
0: So, and it's not like I'm easy on it. I mean, I haul stuff way heavier than it should be hauling. I mean, but, (coughs)
1: Hmm.
0: so I've been driving that. I've had it for 10 years. I bought it brand new 2012. Actually, I think I bought it in 2000. Yeah, maybe it was early
1: 2012.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, about three years into ownership, I lost one of the keys. Oh shit! That's five hundred bucks. <laughs> so, so I have been driving it, and for the you know the past years with one, one of those chip keys. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I I am gonna. I'm gonna. St- I'm getting worried now. I'm pushing my luck if I if I don't um, get another key.
1: Hmm.
0: So I <coughs> promptly called the dealership, and I told them they were after the after the conversation. I was like, "You are out of your freaking mind! If you think I'm going to spend four hundred and sixty dollars for you.
1: a freaking key, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I knew it would be that. <laughs> yep."
0: i was like you i i say like, i don't give a sh-. i mean that's insanity total insanity yeah so and i went to our local hardware store because i know that they um not well the local one in edge of petoskey where i get my steel yeah not
1: the stuff. one with the witness protection guy <laughs> right yeah the other um, one yeah yeah
0: and they they have a you know they have a programmer and a, they you know a regular thing that they can hook it up and program the key, and do all that happy crap.
1: They couldn't do it. I was that's like, what do you mean? Pr- proprietary what, technology, that's what do you, why.
0: What do you mean you can't do it? I mean, they, <clears throat> they plugged it in. They had the key. They cut the key, They but they couldn't get the chip to program. And they weren't sure if it was, it was the Jeep's fault or if it was the... I mean, they were on the phone like to their hotline people and they are like, did they modify it? Did the guy do that? It's like, no, I didn't do any of that stuff. It's stone stock. Yeah. And uh, so then I was like all ticked off, you know, cause then like, okay, that was, and those, that key was $170, $175. Jesus. And I'm thinking, you know, I mean, it's half the cost. It's still, I feel like I'm getting ganked, but yeah. it, it is what it is. So I come home and I'm, you know, I'm looking on YouTube, looking at programming keys. You can get them from Amazon and program them for $45. But <laughs> but you have to have both keys. Oh. So you have to you have to do this when you first get the vehicle before you lose one of the keys and think about I need to get another key. Yeah. So um, then I ran across a, a guy, a company and it's I think it's called Tom's Keys. Tom's Keys. Okay. Hang on a second. Let me let me see if that's what it is. Um. And and with this deal, you buy Tom's Key Company. Okay. He's got nice nice videos, the whole shooting match, how to do it. You buy a key in the programmer for ninety four dollars. And you take a picture of your key, both sides of it, mm-hmm. and they'll cut the key, and then send it to you. Oh, cool! And with the programmer, then you plug the programmer into your car, uh-huh. and you program the key for ninety-four dollars. Well, ninety-four dollars and forty-five dollars to cut the key. Yeah. You can take it to your hardware store and cut it too, but but they can they can uh, cut it right there. So. At, with a phone number. Cool. Oh, hang on a second. My dog's got a rabbit. Hang on a second. Duke! 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 Come here. All right, I'm back. Okay. You can cut that out if you want. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Um lay down here. Lay down. So yeah, for so so the whole thing's gonna end up costing me $140 instead of the four hundred and sixty or the one seventy five, and they couldn't even do it, so maybe nice. I shouldn't even talk like that. Maybe I'll jinx it, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, well we'll see.
0: <laughs> but but even so, um I'll definitely Buy one of the forty-five dollars ones from Amazon, and I'll have to, after having two keys. Yeah, and I'll and I'll program it. But I don't know. I this whole thing is is so ridiculous. Uh, you know, we're on the edge of nuclear war with Russia. Um, any minute he's gonna he's getting his ass handed to him by the Ukrainians. Worst whoop worst can <clears throat> kind of whoop ass he ever thought about opening. I didn't think he thought it was going to go like this. <laughs> well, no. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, that's this is a group of people that were armed. They, were, they have been ready yeah. for this. And, and they are fighting back and doing lots of damage. I mean, we're hearing numbers like
1: 15,000 Russian soldiers have been killed. Jesus Christ, that's like a third of Vietnam, and it's been a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oof. And, um, you know, lots of tanks, lots of, you know, destroyed, lots. I mean, guys are just, you know. And the only solution to it is just to the freaking the, – the Soviets are bombing the towns into just leveling. Hmm. I, I don't know what <laughs> – I'm curious as to what he thinks is the benefit of this is going to be. I mean, is it is it just that you're so proud that you can't back down, no matter what's hand, what's happening? I to think you? he's.
1: I think this is a kamikaze run for him. I think that no matter what happens, he's not going to stop until he, either he's dead or Ukraine is in his possession. It's a kamikaze run.
0: So you think he'll push the nuclear
1: button? I wouldn't put it
0: past him. Yeah. Well, there you go. So shit like that starts happening, and guess what? All of a sudden, all of
1: our $95,000 pickup trucks won't run. (laughs) Yeah, because of (laughs) EMP. Yeah. (laughs) Well, shit, there's going to be a lot bigger problems than whether or not... (laughs) you know your carl run if that happens so yeah but yeah okay so i i have a theory as to why this all happened because as soon as biden got elected it was clear to to the entire world including people in our know. country that he know. had memory problems was frail and was not cognitively all there it, everybody right. knew it and Russia and the other uh, countries saw that as okay. The Americans are stupid. Like these people are idiots if they if they think they're going to elect somebody like that and be able to be a world power. And then on top of it, then immediately he wokeifies our military. And Putin looks at you know all this woke shit that our military is doing, and he says, "Aha." They care more about being woke than they do about being combat effective. Right. You know, and he sent out that you send out that signal. I'm sorry. The whole world doesn't work on um, unicorn farts and pixie dust. You know, they're going to see you doing making moves like that and they're going to think you're weak and stupid and we are weak and stupid. You know, right? It, 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 he he called the bluff, and it it fucking worked because we're weak and stupid. Yeah, and everybody fucking knows it. We're weak and we're stupid, and we did well, it intentionally.
0: So, so I have. There's a lot of different, lot of different theories running around right now as to why this happened. Some of them are saying that, uh, and and I do believe this. We've had we've had a couple bio labs there.
1: Yeah, that's um, true.
0: Which I don't know. Obviously, they've not come into possession of them yet, and I don't even think they've been destroyed. But there, but apparently, he was afraid of. You know, that's one of the theories that he was afraid of that. I, I'm <laughs> not. I I don't buy that one.
1: No, he just wants the Ukraine because he wants to rebuild the Soviet Union, and that's step one. Another
0: one that's floating around is the fact that if Russia destroys Ukraine, it also destroys the evidence of all of the corruption that, that we're involved with that our government is involved with. Um, I, I'm not sure that that's a such a big stretch. well he what except, except for the fact that uh, that it makes Putin look bad in the world and it destroys his economy.
1: Right. I, mean, I don't yeah, I don't think whatever
0: if, no matter how if that was the plan if it was the plan for them to destroy that kind of evidence the people that concocted that plan had their head in their ass yeah that they did not realize that this was going to happen this way and the world was going to rally and and Russia was going to be isolated yeah so that's a that's another uh, uh another theory that's floating around is that they're they're trying to cover their tracks for uh, you know, all of the all of the corruption that's been involved in Ukraine for all this time. Uh-huh. Uh, I I I don't know. I A lot of this stuff has been uh has been prophesized uh since nineteen I think it was nineteen seventeen. Three kids in, in uh in Fatima received a message about Russia and the, the, the prophecy has been fulfilled multiple times uh, and it's still being fulfilled one of them is uh, I mean they predicted World War I they predicted World War II they predicted the Cold War they predicted all of the fighting around the world that's been going on since the Soviets became communist and have be have become a non uh, have, have become an atheist society. So it's kind of it is kind of interesting to see this all happening and uh, um, and all and all being played out when literally in the there's a letter that was written I think it was in the, in the 30s. It was written by um, one of the young ladies that that received this prophecy, ended up becoming a nun, and she (coughs) apparently wrote a letter, or had her bishop write a letter to the Pope, explaining that he had to do something to, to stop all of this madness. Hmm. And multiple, multiple popes since that time have not followed the instructions that they were giving 100%. And 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 so a lot of people believe that this is the reason why we're in this mess that we're in right now, hmm. because we've become a, a total secular society and like the Roman empire, I guess. I, and uh, <clears throat> uh and so i you know it's just kind of one of those and and if any of our listeners are kind of curious they should actually look up uh the the uh, miracle at fatima um it was the the biggest miracle b- biggest witnessed miracle i guess in the um in the history of the world that was witnessed it's witnessed like by 70,000 people huh and uh so it is kind of it is kind of fascinating um and it and i guess if you're if you're a uh if you're a spiritual religious person um you know you might you might think that this is all the devil's work
1: all <laughs> i the, guess but all all the work of uh, satan i'll i'll go right now with uh Putin and the rest of the world as soon as Biden got in sensed the weakness and said, okay, this is the time for monkey business. You know, they they've got uh
0: <laughs> Okay. The, I get it. I get it what yeah. you're saying. Okay, but you're just looking at the end result. Okay. I mean we're we're in a we're in a, a society that wants to look at root causes all the time. And think about what are the root causes
1: well the the, the, what are the
0: root causes that elected biden
1: the sec here's where i 100 percent agree with you the um secularization of our society um if you if you don't believe in something where do where does the concept of right and wrong come from right you know and the whole point the thing they've been doing since the 60s is normalizing every possible deviancy right you know to try to break down the social fabric so that they can have their socialist fantasy life or whatever because they all think they're going to be you know the commandant when they're not they're going to be chewed up in the meat grinder as useful idiots right you know and so I think that a lot of that is done intentionally. Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that, that's why there's yeah. this big push now in both uh, academic circles and in the judicial branch to uh, decriminalize pedophilia. Right. Because everybody knows that that's, it's just wrong. Like, literally, it's a tenant of every culture. Well, not every culture, but... Every modern Western culture, it, you're not supposed to diddle kids, you know, and it's a big tenet of it. And so they're trying to normalize that, which is why, you know, getting this lady on the uh, on the Supreme Court is furthering their goal of normalizing deviancy. So Ted Cruz just led her up the other day. Are, I don't know if you heard classmates. that. they
0: classmates. I didn't know. Did you know that they were classmates? <clears throat> uh-uh. Yeah, they went to the. They were classmates at the same school.
1: Hmm. But yeah, <clears throat> same law school. Well, he he brought up all the cases where she'd um, uh been the judge in cases where somebody had was in possession of child pornography. hmm And he said, you, he brought up every case and said what the prosecutors were asking for, and what she gave. And every single case she um. She undercut them by an average of forty three percent. Yeah. You well, know.
0: my my understanding is her her <laughs> reasoning behind it was, and I kind of got a kick out of this. I thought it was funny.
1: It's easier was, to get porn now.
0: It's easier. But, yeah. Yeah. That's so been, it's easier. So you shouldn't yeah. be you shouldn't be uh, uh, charged or you shouldn't be sentenced as as hard. Right. As and harshly. and
1: guess what? It's easier for me to use a Browning thirty cal machine gun. To line you and all of all of the people like you up against a wall and fucking machine gun all of you, uh, but uh, because it's easy, I should get no sentence or I should get a much less sentence. <laughs> it's the same thing, you know. It's the same,
0: yeah. Oh, I don't, you know, and it's and I, listen, believe me, I don't want to defend her, but I'm wondering if she's if if the thought is. That as opposed to actually taking pictures of a kid, you're no. That can't possibly be it. No, it, it, she's just because you're because you're not having any actual physical contact with anybody.
1: Yeah, but I don't care. Somebody had physical contact. Right. That's why the image exists. Right. Exactly. Um. Anyway. Exactly. So so ah.
0: this so <laughs> so on the same path. You have a guy that's cleaning up in the women's uh, swimming competitions,
1: <laughs> and and uh, and everybody has finally woke up to it. I, I actually, I hope, I hope that every single woman's sport becomes dominated by men, <laughs> because they voted for it.
0: This I, is what you get even, if can, you're if you're, so woke,
1: if you're so woke. If you're so woke, get ready. No more scholarship for you. <laughs>
0: so so have you seen some of the have you seen some of the funny memes and the
1: yeah the, uh,
0: the, there was that one video that was like I could have beat them all a lot more except for when one of my testicles slid out of the
1: yeah <laughs> right
0: my jackstrap
1: <laughs> so oh my so God. here's another way of looking at this right because uh, I, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole but another way to look at it what if in like five years, the guy comes out and says you realize i was just trolling right like the only reason i did that and and what what if this guy is an actual like arch conservative and he's just done a massive troll on people right you know that 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 would be even better
0: (laughs) yeah it's because
1: he he, he apparently has a girlfriend oh so yeah so like yeah, I, I so kind of think so that, that is, a lot of this is disingenuous. So
0: the other thing too that's kind of it's kind of funny when you think about it. You're like, okay, you want to be a woman and comp- and still want to compete because he was very, uh, I guess on his swim team he was like the number one swimmer.
1: Well, he was 462nd in, right. the, in the NCAA. Yeah, but in,
0: in his on his swim team, apparently he was the number their number one swimmer. Hmm. Okay. So why why wouldn't he just want to be if he wants to be a, a woman why doesn't he just compete on his with his swim team be the first woman to in the men's swim teams yeah instead of being a man in the women's
1: deal yeah
0: I mean I I it's kind of interesting because it has galvanized a lot of a lot of uh support for uh this to be fixed you know I mean it was predicted. I mean, how, yeah. I mean, I heard Rush Limbaugh talk about this 15 years ago.
1: Right. Well, and then the thing is, is like they all say, well, when when people were saying, hey, this is kind of a slippery slope, the next thing you know, you're going to have dudes just stomping women in every sport and they're like no that'll never happen right. there's no biological <laughs> advantage fuck you there's not well <coughs> testosterone they're they're on testosterone blockers yeah but the thing is is they went through puberty the as muscles an xy individual yeah right. and so biologically so, and, and you were a different you, creature if you question
0: this stuff all you have to do is look at uh a dog dog ownership if you fix a a male dog before they go through their puberty, they will be act like a women, a female dog. Yeah. They will not, they will not lift their leg to, to pee or not, or nothing like that. They won't hmm. mark their territory. It is, it, all you have to do is do it. If you have a male dog that is cut after puberty, they will act like a male dog. They will, even their testicles are not there. They will still act like a male dog. Hmm. So it's no different, and quite frankly, if you still have testicles, why the hell are you swimming in a, in a? I mean, you could see that he's got junk in his swimsuit.
1: <laughs> I, I to be honest, I haven't, I haven't paid much attention to the issue, but it, so I, I don't I mean, even it's know not what like, the guy it's looks not like. It's not like he
0: actually has made the transition to being a woman.
1: Well, at I mean, any he's rate. not.
0: He's not he's not surgically been altered
1: yeah well I, I that's that's a whole rabbit hole i just don't want to dive down um because it, it's just too ridiculous of a subject and you talk yourself into a circle talking about this i mean yeah. it, it just it's so absurd why discuss it
0: you know well because it's the because it's it's happening around us <laughs> yeah well I mean it is literally I'm actually kind of
1: glad he did that yeah yeah and and what I want to happen actually this already happened a guy uh, went into the women's UFC and was fighting in there and literally cracked some girl's skull punching (laughs) her literally hit her so hard it broke her skull yeah yeah and and so like uh, you know since since everybody loves this woke shit well, well then let's have it be that way and let's see how you like it, you know? I I think a reasonable solution would be have women's sports be limited to XX individuals, two X chromosomes, and then have an other category, which includes XY, uh, XX, whatever. If you want to compete in the open thing, then that's fine. But because there are inherent physical differences when somebody goes through puberty with xy chromosomes you know it, it's just not fair so you could be in the open class whether you're a guy or a or girl lady, or or whatever yeah or yeah and um have the open class just be the men's class or or you could have a separate one just have yeah. it be open no i have the separate one anybody can compete it, in this yeah. anybody yeah. can you know yeah I, I think that that's a reasonable compromise. Um, I'm going to I'm I, gonna
0: enter my dog in the open 100-yard dash.
1: I'm going to enter an otter in the swimming competition. <laughs> how
0: about a shark?
1: Yeah. I enter
0: a shark and they can eat the competition.
1: <laughs> yeah, a killer whale. <laughs> to see how they like Free Willy now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll enter my dog in the 100-yard uh, the hundred meter dash, actually right. the hundred meter hurdles. Yeah, but yeah, nobody it, can compete with that,
1: right? Well, and so I have compassion for these these people. You know, they they have issues that they're trying to solve, and so you know, I support them trying to work through this shit. And you know, it's you know, really not know, my but, business to interfere in their life. I, I gotta tell but, you,
0: I gotta tell you, this is this is a. Something happened in the, in the early '70s, and this is all related to that, and it has to do with something about psychological issues that, that these people have, that, we're, that we, we know the American psychological society I guess they changed their position on, uh, on a couple things, and they were hoping to find a gene and they never
1: found a gene well okay so it's a little bit more complex than that um and i will say uh it has been studied and basically proven that the the brains of homosexual males are different than the brains of heterosexual males there is a dip no it it's absolutely true um they've actually found the specific part of the brain that's different and it's it's
0: what is it a head injury what, what I mean, no it?
1: It, it there there has I, to be see, some buy, reason that it, it. formed I different i
0: don't buy it for one instant. i don't believe it i don't believe the science <laughs> i think that's i think it's the same dr fauci science well that did shit like that maybe um but, i mean come but, on how 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 can we how can we believe anything anymore that comes out of the colleges
1: uh, this, this research was done well before I was even in college well, Right. so I, 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 well, exactly. I saw this I, I, I saw I, this come out in endre- endocrinology class um, Eugene Spaziani was the guy's name and he was one of the best teachers I ever had and I was terrified of taking endocrinology because I thought it would be extremely hard because of this and that and other reasons and also I'd heard he was a bit of a bastard But uh, if you paid attention and you read what you were supposed to read, uh, he explained everything absolutely perfectly. Uh, And the guy was not a wacko in any sense of the word, and they, they really did identify a difference. I don't know if they've identified a gene, but they have identified a difference in the brain. No, that coming the, the from somewhere. The gene
0: mapping, the gene mapping mapping thing, did not identify anything in 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 the in the genome. Now, I will say this: if you drink hoppy beer, <laughs> yeah, the, the, okay, so that's it. You you're likely to have issues. Yes, yes. A soy, avoid soy. You know, I, um, and you know, quite frankly that could very easily be. I mean, we we have we have so many things in our environment that affect our lives that you know, I guess it could easily have been given. I mean, think about it. You if you had a mother that was smoking during pregnancy it has an effect on a child. If you have a mother that's eating something that has an effect on a child poor nutrition has an effect on a child oh yeah every all, all environment of these things yeah I,
1: there's never going to be a 100 percent genetic thing but you know i i will say this my cousin kurt he's dead now um even when he was a little little kid like three four five years old way before puberty everybody knew he was gay like literally everybody was and he it, it hadn't even formed in his mind yet he didn't even know what sex was you know and i mean i think you know, there I, are certain people that are just that way
0: i met a, i met a kid uh i won't even say how i met him but it was uh it was a function that i was at okay and um i didn't know the parents i knew the parents but not very well uh, not enough to say that, you know, I'm going to call him up and say, you know, hey, come on over for dinner. <clears throat> and this kid was playing with another kid that I knew um, pretty well and would actually call that person up and say, come on over for dinner. And their kid, their, their kids were friends. Well, as this kid is growing up, I'm watching his development. And I'm watching how the parents acted around him, and literally, the parents gave this kid dolls to play with, dressed him up like a little girl, acted, and he was a, he was a, a male, and uh, and he was like when I first saw him, he was like three years old, and I tend to think that it was i mean he's now like 17 or 18 19 years old now 20 years old maybe and uh and he's he's definitely gay and i think okay so this was if i looked at that case i would say that the parents fed into that
1: yeah but so i I, and and nobody's nobody's gonna say that it's all one way or the other yeah. you know you you can't say that but I think in certain cases like my cousin because he has a brother that's a year older than him uh, th- they grew up in the same house the exact same environment with the same mom the same dad the same everything and the brother is a bishop in the Mormon church and definitely not gay because he's got like 40 kids <laughs> you know so it's like I don't know I, I think there's something to it you know yeah. and th- it's not just a study that has found these differences it's like hundreds of them yeah. you know so i i at least i'm well, gonna give the benefit I, of the doubt and, here.
0: and and i know that there are some environmental things that uh that people have questioned in the past i mean i remember when i was in fourth and fifth and sixth grade um i used to like to jump rope you know why because all the girls like to jump
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i thought that that was a great way to interact with girls yeah um and i used to get teased about it and i would be like dude I, you're playing with boys i'm playing with girls that's what we're supposed to be playing with girls what what is wrong yeah, with you
1: I, girls weren't even on my radar until <laughs> late <laughs> high school
0: yeah but uh but I guess the but I but it is kind of funny because I I thought that that was a good way to
1: Yeah. Interact yeah, with you, women. In, in in your experience that was uh, the thing yeah. to do and it made sense to you. But other yeah. Yeah. you know, and anyway. Um so I it turns out I know you're Uber Catholic. Yep. Uh last night I remembered something and it turns out I have a patron saint even though I'm not Catholic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, St. Blaise. Oh yeah. February 3rd is his, uh, yep. Saint day. Okay. So it, I was thrown out of a Catholic school, um, for being naughty and also for not being Catholic. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, every Wednesday and Friday, uh, in the afternoon at like two and school got out at three, we had to go to mass at the mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. and um, they they don't mind you being there. Did did you did you ever make your first communion? No, I am not Catholic, and they okay. yeah. So um, they but you were but you were baptized. Yeah, but that's another story. But not by a Catholic. So it yeah, doesn't matter. Well, so anyway, um, the point being, uh, there are certain things they they would love to have you in their church, but there are certain sacraments that you cannot participate in if you're not Catholic. Correct. Um, Which is fine, uh, because they have rules, and you're in their house, they're not in your house. So you follow their rules.
0: So it's really funny. It's, uh, so the the Catholic Church has seven sacraments, and uh, they, these are seven sacraments that come from Christ that that's their that's the it's not the, the church because the ch- it's not the people in the church it's the the church itself is uh the church that Christ started and obviously it's run by by humans and men and women and they have issues mm. men and women have issues so um So a lot of times people get confused about what the Catholic Church actually is. And it is a a structure that was put in place by Christ and 12 disciples. Uh, And over the years it has been morphed a little bit because of uh, different human interactions. But the seven sacraments have never changed. They've always been there, right from the very beginning. Um, because the Catholic Church is actually the early church, the early universal church. But go ahead, and Uh, and Saint Blaze, by the way, is really cool. He
1: he's a healer. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell the story. Um, Okay. Anyway, so you know there are certain things you just weren't going to do, but uh, February third is his saint day, and Mm -hmm. in fifth in fifth grade, I started getting real bad strep throat. Mm-hmm. And five times a year in fifth, sixth, seventh uh, grade, I would get strep throat, just terrible. And, uh, get you know, you get a splitting headache, you have fevers and chills, and, and, and I, it's funny for me to say this, but getting strep throat so many times changed the way I sleep. Mm-hmm. Because I used to sleep in a bed with covers, under the covers, mm-hmm. you know, like the typical way. Mm-hmm. But I got sick so many damn times and, you know, taking the covers on and off and all this was just too much because you're either shivering cold or you're blazing hot. You know, there's right. no middle ground. So it's on, off, on, off, on, off. And so I just started sleeping on top of the covers with a blanket, <laughs> right? And that's, yep. that solves that problem. Uh, and I've actually never given it up to this day. Um, but anyway... So I was getting strep throat like five times a year. And so we go to the mass and they're like, okay, well, this is St. Blaise's day and he's the patron saint of throats. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get in on this. And I'm like, well, so I asked the teacher, Hey, do you think they do the blessing on me? And she's like, yes, it's open to everyone. Absolutely. And so we go up and the priest had uh, two white candles and yep. they had like a little oil a on them or something. They had and, a ribbon around them And yeah, and then he they crossed them and they put it on your throat. Right. I have never since that time had a sore throat.
0: So they so, <laughs> so I have so, a patron saint. <laughs> so Saint Blaise is kind of interesting because they say I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it's something like through the intercession of Saint Blaise. Yeah. You know? And so what that is, is Saint Blaise is asking for your throat to be healed yes or your or your illness to, because it's not just the throats but it it really works well on the throats I guess but see that's a sign that's a, that's a sign that you should really investigate more
1: <laughs> yes um I, I have investigated and it, it Wikipedia says the use of candles for the blessing of throat stems from the candles that blazed used while in prison. Right. Uh, when an old woman's pig had been miraculously rescued from a wolf by St. Blaise she would visit him in prison bringing him food and candles to bring him light in his dark cell so that's the that's why the candles are in there uh, and he also it says he cured a boy who had a almost died because he had a fish bone in his throat Right. Uh, he was a, a physician be- before becoming a bishop it says right right um so the so the church is
0: filled with stories like that that are and up until this day they still are investigating um people that have that have uh through the through christ
1: produced miracles um uh, I've got a bad cold, but I don't have a sore throat, so there. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: so um, uh, Fulton Sheen is one of them right now. That's that's going through the process. Uh, huh. I don't know if you remember who he is. He's uh-huh. a he's a bishop that was um, like literally the first television evangelist. Yeah, it says he did he did a couple different TV shows. If you go on YouTube, radio. Yeah. yeah, you can you can find uh, almost everything that he produced. Uh, is on YouTube at some place in, in uh, some form or another. He has, uh, actually, if you, I, I would recommend watching his shows. Uh, it's called, one of them is called Life is Worth Living. And uh, he just is a great, he was actually, he won like three or four Emmy Awards. Um, in during the sixties because he was, he had a lot of followers that weren't even Catholic. Uh, he converted a lot of Catholic, a lot of people to the Catholic faith, but, um, but he had, he offered a lot of very, very good, um, advice and, uh, was just a great, a great Holy man. Hmm. And, uh, he is, uh, he is on his way to sainthood right now as we speak. There's, um, uh, one of the cases was um, this happened after he died. A family was um, having a baby, and apparently
1: the baby was born, went to full term, but the baby died at birth. Yeah, it um, says they had uh, no discernible pulse for sixty-one minutes.
0: Yep, and the 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 husband and wife prayed for the inter- to the intercession for the intercession. Of uh, of Bishop Sheen, and at the baby came back. Well, I think they named the baby Fulton Sheen. <laughs>
1: huh.
0: Is that is that
1: say it on that? It article? doesn't say it. But um, anyway, <clears throat> he's he's had a postponement of his beatification, right? Because of the because of COVID. No, um, it's because of. Uh, handling of a 1963 sexual misconduct case yeah, against a that priest. was already that was already dispelled. Yeah, um, they said um, the diocese of Peoria countered that Sheen's handling of the case had already been thoroughly examined and exonerated, and that right. he never put hands or children in harm's way. And then the last sentence is: as of early 2022, the attorney general has not released. Any report criticizing Sheen, and the Vatican has not announced when or if the beatification will move ahead. So, so he's so on here's pause. The, but
0: so here's the here's the issue that's going on. Um, Fulton Sheen, like I said, was a good holy man. Um, the Church has acquired a, vet, a, a den of vipers. Yeah, and. They are, um, they knew Fulton Sheen, so uh, history lesson, early 1900s, uh, an immigrant comes here, and uh, at that time the communists were very afraid of two things. One One of them was the Catholic Church, the other was the United States. So the the effort was made by the communists to plant people into the government and into the church to destroy both both, uh, organizations.
1: McCarthy did nothing wrong.
0: Right, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So uh, um, he was 100% correct, 100% correct. So Fulton Sheen was actually... um, this lady came to him after hearing him speak. She was at one point a Catholic and fell away from the faith, became a communist, planted something like, I don't know, I've heard anywhere from 1,500 to 3,000 homosexuals into the church Um, who have rose since and became bishops and different parts of the church and have affected it in ways that have, that have been very bad Um, early 60s she actually testified in Congress and she actually was converted back to the faith or reverted back to the faith I guess is the official terminology and made her confession to Fulton Sheen who absolutely gave her absolution because that's what the Catholic Church does. Um, And she actually told him everything, and she wrote a book. So he literally, in the 60s, knew everybody that was planted into the church and how they rose to power. So he knew all of the bad players, all the bad actors that were in the United States. And they're and what they have spawned is a group of bishops that probably are not very holy men. Uh, and you couple that with the U.S. government that has the same type of anti-American fervor, and they spawn the same thing. So a lot of the a lot of the in the church, a lot of the people that are fighting Fulton Sheen. His beatification and
1: sainthood are spawn of, yeah, it's that whole right. It's it's, and I love the argument they're making. Oh, you you knew we were being buggers, but you didn't punish us enough. Right, and and he (laughs) you didn't punish us enough for buggery. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like
0: what exactly? And and that's I mean, it's wait, shouldn't shouldn't you be the one being questioned here? Like right. (laughs) Right. And that and that was the that was the thing that like I said, it's a it's a horrible thing that happened. Um, And it's it's pretty well documented uh, about what what actually went on. But the thing was that during the 60s, when he when she converted and she spilled the beans, she spilled the beans to him. So he knew who he could trust and who he couldn't trust.
1: Yeah.
0: And what that ended up happening was he he became pretty ostracized. And, and, uh, uh, that was why, I mean, he turned to TV and, and he turned to preaching the way he, uh, was able to do and, and actually changed a lot of people's lives. I mean, he's, he was a good man. He was a very, very good man. Um, uh, and he was in a den of vipers. Yeah. And, uh, to this day, there are still remnants of that, uh, that, that McCarrick, um, he was a cardinal he was now he's no longer a cardinal I don't even know if he's still alive um, the a previous Pope had basically said you you need to stand down you're a evil man and you need you, and he basically confined him to his quarters um, Francis current Pope brought him back to address some issues in China to make a deal in China again a deal with the devil Mm -hmm. and uh and then all of this stuff came out that how bad McCarrick was and so Francis basically took his uh he he did what's called a a laicization. he laicized him he basically took him out of the church, took all of his his powers
1: back, defrauded him. him. Yep. Well, well, here's something interesting. Um, one thing that may be contributing to uh, problems in the church is that we've changed the way that people become priests significantly from the time of, you know, the Middle Ages. So traditionally, if you had, if you were, you know, a family and there was more than one son that everybody knew that the oldest born son was going to inherit and run things after the dad died uh and the second son is basically a second wheel right that they don't need so those second and, and sons the, would either up
0: until up until recently they went until recently like in the 50s and 40s yeah that was Catholic families had a lot of kids.
1: Yeah, and so and, yeah, and so the 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 son that they knew wasn't going to inherit, but still needed to live a life. A lot of times they would shunt them towards the priesthood or towards the military or, or other right. things like this. Right. And that doesn't. I mean, is that even a thing anymore? Like, I don't know. I don't think I, it is. You I, know.
0: I don't. And, and well, the other thing too is now a, today in the Catholic Church. It's almost as like it's a job for, for a priest as hmm. opposed to, oh, mailman's going by, as opposed to, uh, and I've said this for quite a while, if you're, you can tell a priest that, is, that has had a calling, you, you talk to him and you know that they're, they're there because they were called to serve. Yeah. And there are other, other priests that you, that you meet along the way that they go through the motions, they provide the sacraments, but it's
1: really their heart isn't in it.
0: Yeah, it's not a calling; like it's it's more like a job for them. Yeah, you know they're all about going on vacations and all about you know doing a couple other things and and maybe it's just a personality thing. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but um, knowing that uh, that that what happened in the church, you can kind of understand how it ends up being the way it is now. Um, I mean, if, if you look at this country, in 1950, it was mostly Catholic. The Catholic Church was definitely, it was like 70% of the population is Catholic in okay.
1: 1950.
0: Huge numbers. Okay. Um, when, the, when the fruits of the seeds that were planted in the 30s come to fruition, it all unfolds in the 60s. And you start seeing the, the whole free love movement, the whole – I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the 60s that were <clears throat> caused by things that happened in the 30s. Um, and And pop culture changed a lot during that period of time if you look at the 50s even you know when they talk about rock and roll and 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 how music changed everything if you look at the rock and roll songs from the 50s they're love songs yeah they're all love songs they're male and female love songs they have nothing to do with you know devil worshiping and uh, and any of that other stuff that that happened in the later part of the 60s uh the '60s, on the other hand, is a whole different story. I mean, yeah. you're talking about people that were, you know, uh, becoming enlightening, enlightened by, you know, uh, worshipping gemstones and and crystals and <laughs> you know, pentagrams and uh, and all of this other stuff that's going on. Um, it it's clearly satanic driven. And I think that that's, you know, if you if you look at the history of what's going on in the past 100 years and you look at where we're at now, dude, there's got to be some kind of judgment day coming.
1: Okay. Uh, because
0: we can't continue on this path.
1: Let's see. Uh, let's have a new topic. <laughs> we're, like literally 90% of the audience just shut us off. Well, well <laughs> because I'm we've sorry. Been ba- no, it's it's a it's a it's something I enjoy talking about, but um, right, it's know. a it's
0: a difficult subject, and yeah. and uh, you know if you're not a believer, I guess you know you're just kind of on your own. Uh,
1: anyway, uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, uh, juicy Smollett got out of uh, jail <laughs> after six days. Yeah, uh, because they said and the reason they let him out was, well, his appeal's going to take longer than his sentence, so we should let him out. OK, so so, so 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 that automatically makes it like if you get convicted of anything and you've got a, you know, a sentence one to three years, you shouldn't go to jail until right. the appeals done. And then right. you should get another appeal and another right. and another and so, just keep appealing so you know it the guys, until you're not there. So,
0: the guys, uh, the January sixth guys,
1: yeah, they're none of very they, few of them have been on charged trial. Charged yet? They've yeah. not
0: been charged yet, and they're still in jail. Yeah, not been charged. Okay,
1: so they're political what, prisoners. What do we got
0: going on here?
1: Uh, they're political prisoners, is what they yeah, are. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: I mean, I, I, what, whatever. They they trespassed on the Capitol. And some of them did some naughty shit. Okay, punish them for that. Yeah. Fine, but shit or charge get off the pot. Yeah, em. shit or get off the pot. There's a yeah, right to a speedy something. trial here. That let's nobody let's charge to him be, with something. You can't yeah. hold
0: people for the investigation. Yeah, dude, they're not war criminals.
1: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so yeah, I, I thought other. you'd like that juicy. Yeah, is out of that's jail. That's another
0: story. So, uh I got a good I got a good show for you to start watching it again. Okay. The X-Files.
1: Yeah, I need to go through that again. <laughs> I actually liked that show when it was on. I I watched I
0: watched it on and off when it was originally on. Yeah. And I got I don't know. It it's on uh it's actually on YouTube TV on one of the stations. You can record them all. And uh I kind of been watching them on and off, like in the evening, sometimes when I'm in bed. Yeah, you know, kind of half-ass watching it. Mm -hmm. And one of them came on the other day that I totally forgot about. That it was about the, the Cancer Man. Yeah. About how they have been focusing and and adjusting history since 1959. That, that group of guys were eliminating people and assassinating they, and basically said that they killed JFK, they orchestrated it, they killed Martin Luther King, they orchestrated it, they killed all of this stuff because they were fighting communists. And and when the Soviet Union falls, they're all looking at each other going, we're all out of a job. <laughs> We're we're successful. And I and it just struck me so funny that they and I totally forgot that they had done that. That they had put together a uh a, a show, an episode, where they explain everything that they've done since nineteen sixty. I, I have to
1: I have to re watch that. I think the kids would like it. It's
0: um, a it's a weird show. It is a weird show. There's no question about it. Um but it is it is it is fascinating, yeah. you know, because there is a lot of unexplained things that, you know, and and you know, basically, we're we're kind of we're pretty gullible. Yeah. As a as a population, we're pretty gullible. I mean, if we actually believe that that Joe Biden won the election,
1: <laughs> well, not, he he did. Well, we actually believe that there was that many people. That there was you know, that
0: many people that voted for him.
1: Well, we've they apparently be, did. We've got to be a bunch. They're just of really fucking quiet right now. I know we've got to be a bunch <laughs> of idiots. So the, don't you think? I already told you we're fucking stupid, yeah. and and the whole world knows we're stupid for uh, electing a demented old pervert who sniffs little girls' hair to the highest. Th- thing in the land and the, one of the first things he does is take and throw away our energy independence we were a net exporter of oil under trump he it takes and shits on that and then woke the military and prioritizes woke shit over being combat ready and combat effective like what do you think is going to happen if you do that you fucking idiots you're a bunch of fucking morons.
0: Four dollars and twenty three cents for gas.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that. That's actually low. Go to fucking California and see how expensive <laughs> gas is out there. Uh, anyway, I, I'm getting fired up but, again. But I, you know what? The
0: what's 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 interesting about it is they just um, <laughs> the the state of California is getting all kinds of money because they've got a lot of gas tax. And so they're not... So a lot of that money that, that they're paying out there has more to do with the taxes than... Yeah, than it's probably a dollar more expensive
1: than it has to be in California. Right, right. Yeah, um, because they're making all kinds of money. Okay, so... Uh, hey,
0: what you get do your for, electric
1: car. Yeah, right. What would you do for St. Patrick's Day?
0: Uh, <coughs> I ate boiled dinner. Oh, you know, i I tell you what. I have... My kid, my youngest kid, talked me into getting an InstaPot. Yeah, they're awesome. And uh, I did a boiled
1: dinner. So corned beef and cabbage, essentially. Corned
0: beef and cabbage, carrots, celery, onion, yeah. potatoes. In one hour and fifty minutes.
1: Yeah. Complete. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah.
0: <laughs> and it, and it was it was like you cook, you you set the timer for one hour to cook the meat. Yep. And then uh, when it, when it's done, you let it set rest for 10 minutes. And then by the time you get the lid off and get the vegetables all put in it, I put a head of cabbage in it, some potatoes, some, you know, filled it up with, with vegetables. Yeah. Put it on and set it for five more minutes. Yeah. So it takes, it, you know, it's, and when, when you use Instapot, they say set it for five minutes, but it actually takes like 20 minutes. Yeah. Because it it has to heat up and build up pressure and all that. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, so really, it's like two hours. Yeah. Of of actual cook time, it was probably two hours. Yeah. And it was perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely
0: perfect. The meat was absolutely tender. The 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 vegetables were all perfect. Everything was yeah. perfect. And uh, so we enjoyed that. And then, so a couple of days later, I did it again.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I so- I, I was a er- very very early adapter. Of yeah. the instant pot, uh, it, I am I'm
0: extremely impressed by that. Yeah,
1: and and before I had the instant pot, I was using like old fashioned stovetop pressure yep. cookers a yep. lot yep. because of yep. because you know boiled dinner and things like that cook so much quicker and yep. they it, you know, my, it's just my grandma. As
0: my grandma used to cook ribs in that.
1: Yeah, in a pressure. She
0: cooker. used to put ribs in the pressure cooker, cook them, and then take them out and then put them in the oven with barbecue sauce
1: on them. Yeah, to yeah. So she's softening them first and then she's yep. glazing them with the barbecue yep. Yep, sauce.
0: Exactly. And they were and they were good. I mean they were uh But I but I did stock up on a bunch of um uh corned beef.
1: Oh me Meyer. too. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and, I, and so I'm gonna start making some prosciutto.
1: I have I have a uh, not prosciutto, I'm uh, sorry, pastrami. pastrami. Yeah. I told you about you have to um after you get it out of your smoker you have to steam it yeah so y- the only thing you're doing in the smoker is um bring it up to 160 because that's mm-hmm. where it'll stall mm-hmm. so once it's up to 160 take it out and then rig up a pan so that you can have it suspended above water and steam it until it reaches 204 and and what, it is amazing it's can so you, much better can
0: you put uh can you do? I can do water in my yeah in my smoker.
1: Yeah, but it won't. It's not the same. It it has to be actual, steamed like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how you get the good. That's the pastrami that I gave you is mm-hmm. made that way. Mm-hmm. And if you want the good pastrami, that's how you have to do it. Um, uh, I also did corned beef and cabbage in my instant pot, but I did it on the slow cook setting. Uh-huh. So I put the meat in, let it go for five hours, and then I put the veggies in, let it go for five more, and it was ready for supper, and it was perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I was I was really impressed. I uh, I'm surprised that more people don't use them.
1: Well, a lot of people do. I mean, yeah. I've I've bought so many people instant pots, and they everybody that gets it just loves it. Yeah, because it's no, they're they're phenomenal. It, yeah, and there's so many cookbooks that can teach you how to do stuff in them. It, it's it's a great thing. Uh, anyway, I also, so I took, the vegetables are never all that good the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to put just as much as I think we're actually going to eat that day right. in there. Right. And then um, I took and the leftover beef sandwiches after. Corned beef hash, dude. Oh, so here's, here's what I do, right? I uh, chunk up the corned beef and I mix it with frozen hash browns. 50 50. And then, uh, you can freeze, uh, use your food saver and freeze up, you know, batches so that you can have, um, corned beef hash for breakfast every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what you do is you, you take a, I take a cup of the 50 50 mixture and I use my blackstone griddle and on the lowest setting, it heats up to three fifty. So if you've got a, if you want to do it in a pan on a stove what you need to do is heat your pan up to 350 and you need one of those laser things to check the surface temperature of the pan then you squirt a little peanut oil or whatever oil you want in the bottom of the pan and you put that cup in there and then you flatten it out and you season with salt and pepper and then don't touch it leave it alone don't move it around don't try to flip it nothing and then when this is how Waffle House makes their damn hash browns so good. I did a big study on it. Then you take the a, a spatula wide enough to pick up the whole thing, scoop it out of there, and immediately flip it upside down onto a plate, and serve it. It's fabulous. It doesn't dry out. It it's perfect. There's the right crunchiness, and I'm all about it. So you know,
0: we are cooking for Blissfest again this year. It's on. Oh, really? When is it? It's uh, August uh, or July. Hang on a second. Let me look it up. It's in July.
1: Okay. Yeah, I probably won't be able to be there for the whole thing because of work, but I'm almost positive, unless they put me on call, that I'll be able to come up like Saturday, Sunday type thing. Maybe right. even Friday it's afternoon,
0: July, July eighth, 9th, and tenth.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I'll probably be able to come up for at least some of it. All right. Um, and we'll we'll put on good breakfast for people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, the other thing, uh, I have a book recommendation for you since you're all uber Catholic. Okay. You'll love this book. It's by Ken Follett, F-O-L-L-E-T-T, and it's Pillars of the Earth
0: pillars of the earth
1: yeah okay it's about uh the and it's a it's actually now it's i think it's a five book series but the first one to read is probably pillars of the earth and it was uh it's about a it, them building the cathedrals for the oh. catholic church and it's yeah. awesome and there's like i think there's either four or five books there's a prequel to pillars of the earth but you should start with pillars of the earth did you know that uh J.R.R. Yeah, Tolkien was a Catholic. Well, I'm sure he was hard, hardcore. I'm surprised he's not Lutheran, though, given all of his German folklore. Well, I stuff. thought
0: he—I thought he was English.
1: Yeah, he is, but all of the all of that um, stuff comes out of German folklore, yeah. or at least yeah. a lot of it does, and even out of like old, old, old Italian operas, like the the Ring Cycle what, by Wagner. Listen. Yeah, that's you, you gotta, that's what a you, lot of that is. You
0: got to understand something.
1: Hmm.
0: Prior to 1500, every Christian was Catholic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a, it, the the Munster so Rebellion. So any any
0: kind of folklore that that is you know prior to 1500 would all be Catholic relatable, mostly Catholic relatable. Um, when did they
1: get up into Europe though, and and oh, oh, banish oh, the pagans early? early really 300 okay
0: i mean so so the the catholic church up until uh constantine was underground but they were still evangelizing they were still spreading yeah um in in fact
1: cuz they so, <laughs> christians make very tasty lion snacks <laughs> that's why they were underground <laughs> exactly
0: so in uh um even like eight hundred, or uh, uh, up to like fifty to eighty AD, um, apostles were traveling all over the world. I mean, literally up into India.
1: Yeah, and um, Japan and all over the place. Yeah,
0: they went to Japan. They went to India. They went to. Did, they? There was more Catholics in China mm-hmm. than anywhere else in the world. Um, the Christian faith spread like wildfire. Um, when you think about uh you know uh, you know atheists will say well he was insignificant it was insignificant yet they're still calling this two thousand twenty two uh if he was so insignificant why did they start changing the his, the dates
1: <laughs> well you know? anyway you you're not gonna find anybody that argues against that i know so but,
0: but uh, so so they so a lot of it was uh um you know, a lot of the great writers were, I mean, even stuff that you read, a lot of people didn't uh, uh, care, C.K. Chesterton, um, Catholic, um, Tolkien, Catholic, uh, all, just a lot of great authors were Catholic, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but...
1: I'm a filthy Lutheran. Did you know, uh, <laughs> well,
0: it's what's kind of funny about Lutherans is, the things that... Th- that it's they left so the church similar for? yeah it's so well, similar the, but but it's but yes and no the things that they left the church for were fixed
1: shortly after, after shortly shortly after
0: they left okay but if they hadn't left the
1: church they never would have been fixed
0: but you know what they left the church and they haven't come back
1: well it's because they're naughty and they're filthy because like there's
0: no because there's no pride because i mean because pride now has gotten in the way um when when they left, they cut their ties with the with the apostolic secession. Well, so they there's so they no longer can provide the
1: sacraments as there should be. Well, so so here's the there are some differences, and these are some big sticking points with Lutherans. Number one is the concept of purgatory and being able to endow a church to get your relative to have a shorter time in purgatory. Right, that's so, fixed. Yes, but the concept of purgatory still exists. Yes, it does. Okay, so that's number one. Um, number two is Lutheran's at least the Missouri Synod Lutherans, and these are the only ones I know are uh, believe in a literal reading of the Bible, not a um, you know not a an interpretation of it. they believe in a literal reading and so you know and i'm i i say i'm lutheran but shit i don't go to church and i'm not you know i'm not all wrapped up in this but those were two things because i was in a lutheran school for two years for fifth and sixth grade and when i switched over to the catholic schools because we lived out in the country and for me to go to private schools or public schools we would have had to have paid um, $3,600 a year for me to be in a shitty school. Mm-hmm. You know, so we paid 500 bucks a year, and I, I had to go to private schools. But the Lutheran school stopped in sixth grade. So then I had to go to the Catholic school. Well, th- the thing that was the most jarring to me were those two things. Yeah, You know, so if well, you come up in that tradition, it's very, very hard – to get your head around those two particular things.
0: So the so the purgatory thing is is not I I mean I believe in it and it it uh and you and we pray for the souls in purgatory. And basically what purgatory is for those of you that don't know is a place for you to repair your soul. It's a place for your soul to be healed, okay? You have committed sins, we all do. And even though you're forgiven, or you can get forgiven in the Catholic Church, you can get um, uh, through the, the sacrament of confession and reconciliation, you can get forgiven, but there still are stains and scars on your soul. Right, yeah. And the the point of purgatory is to get those healed, clean them up, so that yeah. so that you can you can enter the realm
1: of heaven. Uh, see that's you, <laughs> if they would have just fucking explained it that way. See, <laughs> but it, so the, but you know but that, that's what they and that's what they do now. There's I mean, this that, that is what it's always
0: been for. Right. But it was uh, the 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 notion was ended up being kind of a fundraiser. Like I said, the church is run by people by men. Yeah. And men are not perfect; we're imperfect things. Yeah. Um, so that so you have a perfect entity, which is the church, and it's run
1: by imperfect beings. Yeah. You end up with issues like this. Any anyway, just moving on from that. Uh, what I was gonna say was, um, there's something about the ages of ten to twelve. If you are in exposed to a religious school from the ages of ten to twelve forget about ever changing your mind on anything <laughs> like you know that's the thing like if i'd been in if it had been the other way around that the lutheran school was seventh eighth well, and ninth i know
0: guys i know guys that that are that were anglican priests that have converted to being catholic i know <clears throat> guys that are that are uh presbyterian priests that because of their studies they became catholic and what what happens is and and this is this is fa- it's actually a fascinating thing because it did this happened to me i've been catholic my whole life i've never considered any other religion but as a young kid i really didn't they i, I wasn't taught the faith very well
1: yeah we, we were just real told it was this issue with that. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah exactly and so what ends up happening is as as you get older and you start opening up your your thoughts to learning about your faith you start realizing that holy crap they really did a poor job as educating yeah. me as a child nobody for, ever
1: ever ever explained purgatory like that <clears throat> right and and it was it was kind of a taboo subject
0: exactly like you it didn't is. they didn't well, want to
1: they, talk about it
0: and and the and a lot of the reasons the Lutherans hate it is because the fact that during that period of time, now we're talking 1500s. Yeah, the church was during that time. If you were a king of a nation, you had to be put in place by the 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 pope. Yeah. So you were you were coronated. You your coronation was presided over by the pope. Yeah. By the head of the church. Um. And a lot of people were, they didn't realize that the church was a very powerful entity. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, when you have, you know, corruption, what, what, power corrupts.
1: Yeah, you right, know, that, yeah. Whole,
0: that whole thing. So, anyways, w- what you had was you had a group of people that said, well, we can raise more money by charging people, you know, telling them that we, you can get your, your loved ones out of purgatory faster if you give more money. Well, that was clearly the wrong thing to do. And and it, it was exposed and it was fixed. Now that's not like that. Um, but the thing that always got me was after that was fixed, you don't see the Lutherans flocking back to the Catholic Church.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, because the things that they left for were fixed. Except... You know, except- no, the, the yeah. We, we I, yeah they they, the... they left
1: for practical reasons. It, right. it it really wasn't a doctrinal issue, um, but I think the fact that they believe in a literal interpretation of the Bible or literal reading, well, we that... literally read it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you know what I'm saying, um, because you're Catholic and you know what I'm saying is true. Uh, if because they have the, that's the other thing is they so, so, they think it's literally what it is. That's what Lutherans think. So the
0: so here's the thing about the Bible. which it's actually quite fascinating. Um,
1: we're we're losing listeners by the thousands it, it, here. To
0: me, this is this is this is history. I don't think we're losing anyone. <sighs> if we're if you look at so the Bible wasn't written until like 400. A.D. Yeah, the Constantinople four five hundred A.D. something like that.
1: Um, the the texts were around, but it wasn't codified into a Bible, right? Until then, right, yeah,
0: right. But the the books of the Bible were put in place, and the thing that's that's a lot of people forget about is the fact that there was no printing press. No. So all of those books had to literally be handwritten. Yeah, by monks. By monks. I mean, imagine it. It's a. It's. I don't know how many words are in the Bible, but it's a lot. It's a lot, and they had to all be handwritten on vellum. Yeah, you know, because they didn't have paper like they have today. They didn't have printing presses, so when, uh, and and that's why um, there's things in churches in Catholic churches that are stained glass. If you look at the stained glass in ancient churches they are telling a story they're telling the biblical stories of what happened they're te- and so the so the um the readings in the church were telling the stories of the bible
1: yeah because people well, couldn't read
0: and then they because, were at, yeah.
1: the bible was in latin anyway up until the king james version latin greek um yeah and that that was another big rift is uh the the lutherans wanted that the common man to be able to read what's in the bible right and you know, you know what in 1500 the common man couldn't read yeah, well i know but you know I mean, at least have it a, be in your language so that even right. if you can't read when they when they when it's spoken out loud to you by somebody that can read you can see what's actually in there right you know right. It, it, it's like but, and but that the, was a big sticking point you know a big well, big and, sticking and, point and
0: guess what and guess what? Now we had one Christian church in fifteen hundred. Now we've got seven hundred and
1: fifty Christian churches. Well, and churches. then there's all these weird ass things. You, right. Your problem and, isn't and, the Lutherans, it's all these other fucking right. things well, that the, are popping they, up. The, so, the Lutherans so here, are more in line with you than than right. ninety-nine so if you look percent at, of this other stuff. If
0: you look at uh at other Bibles besides the Catholic Bible, okay, and you look at the the one thing that that has driven people out of the church more than anything else is uh, when you say John 3.16, and you see this all over the place, yeah. and it's, it's the one about the uh, you know, yeah, God gave the, his son, son da, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. And if you believe in him, you will go to heaven, basically is what it's saying. Yeah. You believe in Christ, you're going to go to heaven. Well, in the Catholic Bible, it says you may go to heaven. Don't <laughs> say you will. If you know Christ, you may go to heaven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and there's so people, different books in the Catholic Bible is, too.
0: This is a huge. Well, yeah, because they took things out of the Catholic Bible, right? To make the and King they made James. the other Bibles. Yeah. So, uh, but the but the, our Bible was the first Bible. Yeah. Our Bible was the first Bible, and everybody else took stuff and changed it out of it. Okay. So if you and I, when I say our Bible, all of our Bible. So when you look at just that one that one thing that, that gets tossed around a lot, you think, oh, I know Christ. I'm going to heaven. I don't have <laughs> to live a Christian life. I just have to know Christ. I believe that he existed. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> well, get, guess what, folks?
1: That ain't that, that ain't the way it works. <laughs> Satan knows Christ. Guess what I know? I'm about to... Uh... <laughs> go to the Indian spice store because I have to get a spice. uh hey, you I'm know making we got a karahi chicken tonight.
0: We've got uh, we've got an Indian food store. Uh, we've got an Indian restaurant. You do? In yeah, in Petoskey.
1: Holy crap! I'm gonna have to come up there and try yeah, it. Yeah, we, I can't get my wife to go in there. Why?
0: Uh, she's afraid she's gonna get sick.
1: She's not gonna get sick. They cook the you shit know, out of that food.
0: Indian Indian food. You know, you never know.
1: Give me a break. <laughs> it,
0: she won't she literally won't go in there and it was like they they usurped a really good chinese restaurant the 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 people that had that restaurant retired yeah it was the old-fashioned traditional chinese restaurant no buffet no yeah yeah you know none of that stuff you order off the menu and yeah that's the kind uh, i like and and they retired and they couldn't sell it i guess kids didn't want to take it over so it became an indian restaurant and i don't know how long it's going to last uh We'll have to see about that. But.
1: You should eat there, dude. Indian yeah. food is delicious. Yeah, very spicy. It can be, or it can be mild. You know, yeah. the, the chances are up in Petoskey, they're making it for white people, so it's yeah. not going to be hot. It's not going to be. Well, I think spicy, I think the hot. reason
0: why why Indian real Indian food is so spicy is because uh, you never know if it was bad.
1: Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. You, is never, meat, you never know if it was it, like the meat had turned. Or. Right. That's well. That's well. That's <laughs> any spice in any food is is there to mask certain flavors. And then once food safety no longer became a huge super duper issue, once we had refrigeration, um, we we kept eating it because we kind of like the way it tastes. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, the other thing just, is is for the hot pepper. Um. The the hot pepper. Uh, releases dopamine, yeah. So it makes you happy. If if and it cleans we, out Kathy your sinuses.
0: <laughs> Kathy and I just got our uh, Safe Serve license to, for the church kitchen. Okay. And uh, I got to tell you, folks, if you if you went through one of these classes, I don't know as you'd go into a restaurant again. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that all the things that they're addressing are things like, holy crap, Ola. I can't even believe, you know, that you talk about foodborne pathogens and and uh, that kind of stuff that makes people get food poisoning and uh, how often people think they have the flu, the quote unquote, the flu. It's
1: because you got the shits. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's because you got food poisoning. Well,
1: and, and so I cook all of, uh, like 99% of our food. Mm-hmm. So like- My kids have probably literally never had the shits. Right. Wait until they go off to college. (laughs) They're going to get the shits constantly. Yep. Uh, Like like when I lived in Chicago, when I was in medical school there, before um, I married Gretchen, there was six months where we weren't married. And I didn't have time to be cooking, especially not for one. So I ate at my little neighborhood restaurants. I had a rotation I'd go through. The only safe place was the Sunshine Diner on, uh, uh, I believe that was on Broadway and diversity. Uh, and I would get the two egg hash browns, toast and sausage special when I'd go in there, I'd just have breakfast for dinner or whatever. Uh, or I'd get the hamburger and fries. Right. And then the other safe place was chipmunks, but they, again, if you eat like fries and hot dogs, you're going to be fine. It's when you start branching out. And so like all the other and places you start
0: becoming healthy and eating a salad,
1: right? Well, that's the problem. <laughs> like th- f- your salad has been fussed over by fecal fingers. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so it, it, it's literally even at super high end restaurants. I mean, I couldn't oh, yeah. afford to eat there when I was that age. But even at high end restaurants in Chicago, having gone back, you you have a one in three chance of getting the shits. Yep. Yep. You know, and it can be the high, it, like Charlie Trotters when he was still alive. I got the shits once from Charlie Trotters, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> That's why the name. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> but uh, no, it's like, and, yeah, it, if if you cook all your own food and then all of a sudden you start eating out a lot, you better upgrade that septic tank yep. and there will never be snow on top of your septic tank because that duty smoke is going to melt all of that shit off.
0: <laughs> yep, it's bad. People don't people don't realize it. I mean, it's is uh, you know it's like I I kind of chuckle because people say, "Oh, I got the flu." Like, well, where'd you eat last night? Oh, it's not the food I ate. Oh, well, the hell it isn't. You got the shits.
1: The shits aren't the, the shits. flu.
0: <clears throat> the shits are not the flu. Well, that was why when COVID hit, everybody was like,
1: "I gotta get some toilet paper." I got. I gotta run. A to-. It's like what what what, what you? It's a upper respiratory thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't. Uh, Yeah, and and miraculously, when people started having to cook their own food, you know, because a lot of restaurants weren't open and stuff, like the incidence of people getting the shits probably went way, way down. (laughs) 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 But no, you should, you should, we should go into that Indian restaurant. Actually, I really kind of want to do that. All right. Um, That sounds like the ticket to me.
0: All right. I'll have to, I have to i'll send you a link to their website yeah if they if they have one i don't even know if they, they probably
1: have one, don't but. a lot of those places don't but it's uh yeah so tonight i'm making karahi k-r-k-a-r-a-h-i chicken it's from northern india slash uh pakistan and uh you take it's got an enormous amount of oil in it so you put a bunch of oil in a wok and then you chuck in your chicken pieces and you cook them till they're brown and then you add in um uh i'm adding in a bunch of serrano chilies and then you add in uh tomatoes like whole tomatoes and then you cook them you take the peels off the tomatoes and you cook it long enough that that tomato turns into a sauce Mm -hmm. and you you add ginger garlic a bunch of different spices um and at the end you add some yogurt and at the also at the end you put in what's called fenugreek leaves or kasuri methi for people that know what they're doing i'm actually growing that this year Mm. yeah it's i can't wait um but anyway so you add all of that in at the end and you also add in a little cilantro at the end and oh my god is it good and it's got some spice to it do you still have snow on the ground down there nah Even even the snow pile from my driveway that's across the road is is gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. We still have some. It's melting off really quick. But yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah, we probably better call it. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, and I don't think we offended anybody. With well, no, it's not history. It's
1: not a history lessons. I I don't think they would be offended because we presented different sides of the issues, and you know, it's not like. It's not like we were trying to preach to anyone, right? Um, but it's no, you know you start talking about stuff like religion and people will tell you know, it out. Well, you know what's
0: what's fascinating about uh, what's fascinating about the Catholic faith is that um, people hate people hate what they think the Catholic faith is. They don't they, they don't understand because it's not they hate they hate the catholic faith they hate the straw they don't, man they don't know yeah they what the catholic faith they're is hating because, a straw man because once you learn once you learn what it's about you realize that um,
1: that the things that they hate are not the church yeah they hate a straw man of the church yeah anyway we should we should uh and yeah. i and like i said i i don't hate the catholic church i or at all, like I have no problem with it. Like, and I even have a patron saint from the Catholic church. So like, I'm not anti-Catholic at all, but you know, there's just some doctrinal things that are, that are really hard. Again, ages of 10 to 12, something happens in your brain and it's damned hard to get rid of that. In fact, I think didn't, didn't one of the popes say, give me a boy, before the age of twelve, and it'll be a Catholic for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I if think you, it's something something to do with that. Because by ten, you're you're old enough to start using reason. You know, and it's between ten and twelve. Because after see, my, twelve, then you between ten and twelve, you have enough mysticism left in your brain. Right. But you're starting my, to use reason, and then after my problem, twelve, it, my problem a lot of that was, goes away.
0: Was during my catechism was on saturday mornings
1: hmm.
0: from nine o'clock until noon
1: <laughs> that's the cartoons how are you gonna
0: go well to- yeah not not only that it was like outdoor time
1: yeah exactly it was
0: outside playtime on saturday morning yeah I mean, that's like that's like how much of, did i pay attention not much right yeah so you know? <laughs>
1: saturday mornings i'd get up at six and watch cartoons from six to eight yeah or six to nine and then uh by then, the rest of my friends were waking up and we'd go outside and play and stuff. Yep. Yeah, my uh, cartoons were like... You know what? The stuff I learned in my cartoons is uh,
0: uh, the difference between cover and concealment, <laughs> how to make a Molotov
1: cocktail. <laughs> I like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, and I, liked, I was, a, uh, I was a Johnny Quest guy. Okay. And
0: if you if you want to watch something really fascinating, go on Amazon order the three years of johnny quest okay i'll look at it and and it's and you'll laugh your ass off because it's literally it's it's literally learning the difference between cover and concealment
1: nice <laughs> anyway we got to get going here yeah i, I gotta, gotta go, go to I, gotta, I gotta i
0: gotta i got a lunch i gotta go to right now so uh um i'm gonna sign off and uh we're gonna upload this episode number 129 128 right one twenty-eight. Yeah, and uh yep, that's what I've got it saved as one twenty-eight. And uh, until next time, uh, we're gonna continue to to solve problems that don't exist. <laughs> and don't forget to keep your friends sharp and your knives sharper. That's right. No, keep your knives Opposite, sharp and your though. friends sharp. There you go. <laughs> Bye. You guys have a great day. Bye.